Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, how do you not murder her every day? I do. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, uh, October 27th. Goddamn near Halloween. And this is episode number 300 and I'm going to say 14, 14 of the panels on page.com podcast a flagship title of your podcast network. Find all the shows at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I am your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. You kin to that hey barber? <laughs> Jose Guzman. We're getting old, folks. I can feel it. <laughs> oh, that's bleak. And uh, not getting old is uh, Kelly Harris. What's going on, sir? At the end of the day, we're all Drake. <laughs> mm, I don't think I like the fucking tone. I like your accusatory tone. <laughs> Give me there. You're a, you're a Drake. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Lots going on. Let's uh, we got we got we got news. We got comic books. We got we got shit to do. So without any fucking further ado, let's hop in. Uh, let's see what's going on over the weekend. Let's see. Um, what? I guess it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was my. A wedding anniversary. The missus and I had been married for 12 years. Nice. Somehow she's managed to put up with my shit for that long. I think, uh, like, I don't know, like, is sainthood still a thing? Like, do they still do that? Do, they still, do people still get, get sainted? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, you then, yeah. Who? Where's her fucking papers is all I'm saying. Who? Because the, the Pope saints people, right? I think it's like a committee. The Pope is like the final call, but I think there's like a committee. But like the Vatican. The Vatican is in charge of saint yeah, sainting people. Yeah. Lee's like two steps from being the Pope. Can we get you to be the Pope, Lee? I'm definitely closer to being the Pope than any of you guys. <laughs> That's true. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, technically, you know, just saying, on paper, <laughs> in uh, as much as I have papers. Last time, last time they were trying to decide who was going to be the Pope, there was one dude I was pulling for because I'd shook his hand once. <laughs> and you're like, That's it. That's my guy. Because mm-hmm. uh, they... then I could say I shook the Pope's hand. That's yeah. kind of rad. That's pretty cool. According to Wikipedia, someone was sainted by uh, the Vatican as recently as October 18th. Maria de la Purissima oh, no Salvat Romero. All right. 
So I'm just saying, Saint Nicole might not be too far off because okay, saints canonized by Pope Francis. I don't know. Well, I can like we this, at least uh, make you a cardinal? I like this Pope Francis. Yeah, Pope Francis. Right. He seems like a, a chill dude, man. Yeah, at least yeah. he's all right. He's, he's the he's Bernie okay. Sanders of popes. <laughs> he kind of is. That is, that is. That's pretty apt, actually. I, I buy that. Uh, let's see. Um, so yeah, we went out. We had uh, dinner. There's a new uh, pizza place. Well, it's, yeah, it's like a it's like a brewery more than anything. I also had sweet ass deep dish pizza, and I had uh, I had deep dish ravioli. It was called very tasty. Oh, it was quite good. good. And then I uh, bought my lady some diamonds to replace. The ones that were tragically lost in a public pool some months ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. But we got that, and she bought me some fucking rad-ass robots that'll be here tomorrow. And it was, it was a great time. And then, like I said before the show, we had to go pick up our kids the next day, and it was a fucking bummer. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there was 18 hours that were just fucking magic. <laughs> magic. Magic, y'all. I'm just saying. Unless you have kids, you don't know the simple joys of not having kids. Not having kids and just having quiet, alone it, it, time. It happens. Like the, the, the moments are few and far between. They're fucking precious, you guys. You're like, everyone, shh. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's nothing. Exactly. Enjoy it. You hear that? It's your thoughts. <laughs> it's, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's peace. Because Jax, man, he's a fucking avatar of chaos and destruction these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fucking juggernaut. Like he's just he's, the avatar of Sidorak on Earth. He, uh, he's like um, Samson. He, his hair is finally growing in, so his powers coming yeah, along that's, with that's it. Exactly it. That's why I need. That's that's another reason why Nicole should be a saint. She she birthed the Samson. <laughs> that counts, right? Samson. Climb to the moon. <laughs> uh, so that was good times. Uh, let's see what else we got. Fun, and yeah, and I have. Um, she got me the uh, range of the the Ninjer uh, mechas, so they'll be in tomorrow. I'm unreasonably excited for those. Oh, nice! Yeah, it should be good times. Big and dumb, and I don't know where the fuck they're gonna go. They're gonna be fun. Uh, then we uh, we we caught the Green Inferno last night. What is that? It's really, it's What's fucking that? gross, man. It's uh, the new Eli Roth movie about those kids that got into the jungle to be like all activists and shit. Oh and, yeah, and they get okay. uh, kidnapped by uh, a tribe of cannibals, and shit just does not go well for them. Well, I mean, you, you insert cannibals into the mix, and it's never it's never like hanging out at Club Med. Yeah, that, yeah. There's there's never a good cannibal story. <laughs> like you don't meet a cannibal and like, yeah, I'm a cannibal. You want to hang out? It's like no, I'm a cannibal. You're my dinner now. Uh, two cannibals sit around eating a clown. One looks at the other one and says, Did this taste funny to you? <laughs> Classic. <Hey-o. No. laughs> uh, it was good, though. Um, highly recommend checking that out. It was fucking good effects, man. Uh, good having him back. And I, I watched, um, we caught his other movie. It's on Amazon now, uh, Knock Knock, a couple weeks ago. And, like, you know, he hadn't made a movie in a long time. And, and to be fair, he finished The Green Inferno like two years ago. But I got hung up with like some weird distribution thing. So there's no reason why it just now came out. But uh, the guy hadn't made a movie in years. And he's made fucking two pretty great ones. And so. there's just something about Eli Roth. I just do not like that guy's face. Is he- Knock Knock <laughs> the one with uh, 
Keanu Reeves where the two girls come and get yeah. him to do a threesome and then terrorize him? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good, actually. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. And then, uh, what else we got? Let's see. I watched the new Common Rider Ghost last night. Yeah. And in this world of Common Rider Ghost, apparently Robin Hood is a real person. <laughs> Yes, he is. Which is kind of strange, like because you know the whole thing is we. I think we mentioned it briefly last week is that you know he's like kind of capturing the souls or ghosts or whatever of these people, but you know based upon like you know fucking items he finds or whatever. It's it's very very strange, but you know one of those was Robin Hood, and he's like not real. And this is after like you know he you know they focus on like real people. I was like okay, all right, why not? I guess I'll take that trip with you. And then I was reading today, uh, apparently there are uh, going to be, he's going to get icons and ghosts and shit for uh, Beethoven, real guy, <laughs> okay, real guy, Billy the Kid, real, real guy. guy, Socrates, yep, yeah, so great, uh, <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so he's going to have a Santa Claus coming up, and there's one Fuck other yeah. fucking weird one that I read, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's my favorite part of that Robin Hood episode was the Condor phone. Yes, <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Where they're just like, "Oh, uh, we need to trace this call. I'll just use the Condor phone," and then the ter- the phone turns into a condor and flies off to go figure out who called it. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 again, much like any other Sentai show in Japan, if it's a thing on that show, you can fucking buy it. Oh yeah. Like, they make toys of all of that shit. It's fucking, like, crazy. But, yeah. It's, uh, it's good today. It's a damn good times. Uh, and then the last thing I'll mention real quick is um, uh, the new Humble Bundle went up over the weekend, and it's a shitload of Top Cow books. And I think I got, like, 600 comics for 15 damn dollars. Like, it's crazy. Like, tons of... Uh, which Blade, Darkness stuff, uh, all three volumes of Sunstone that are out right now. I think like the uh, first trade for Postal. Um, now, do you get a, you get a file of them? You have them forever for yeah. fifteen, or you have access to them? No, they're yours for you can download them. They're yours forever. You can download, you know, pick any format you want. You can load them up to your like Google Playbooks if you want to do that instead. Like it's really really good, and you know you can. Uh, set your price basically, and then they're kind of tiers. You know, if you pay whatever you want, you get this. If you pay more than the average, you get this, and you know, et cetera. And then during the process, you can decide like what part of the money that you're giving do you want to go to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to the charity that they designate. And so the, for this one, it's the uh, CBLDF. And so, I mean, and it's really good stuff. Like uh, they got the um, the Rising Stars Compendium, and I've never read any of the Rising Stars stuff. So now I have it. So nice, really, really cool. Um, definitely worth checking out for you know, like I said, goddamn next to nothing. That's worth it for the art alone, man. Because all this, there's a lot of step and stage of art in there, and that stuff is amazing. So definitely check out humblebundle.com uh, and get the. Uh, I think they're calling it the utterly with these because haha, utterly gigantic bundle because it's a lot of damn comics for very little. Highly recommended. So yeah, that's uh, that's about what I got. What's uh, going on, Kelly? Uh, not much. This past weekend, I went with Justin to go see Sicario in the theater. What is that? That movie is fucking rad, is what it is. It's, <laughs> um, 
Benicio. Yeah, it's the Benicio del Toro movie that's out right now. Uh, it's about. You no, know, there wasn't a thing right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I hadn't really heard much about it prior to actually seeing it. And I know it's gotten like super, really uh, super good critical response. Like we looked before we went into the theater, it was at 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, damn. It's about, it's pretty much about uh, cartels and and stuff like that. And boy, do I never want to go to Mexico. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I like Nicole keeps telling me that she's, she and Don and her, their friend Jennifer are planning a trip to Mexico. And I'm like, girls that look like you disappear in Mexico. What are you doing to me? Like, don't, don't go to Mexico. Yeah, it looks scary as fuck. Like, there's one part when they drive, they're in, they're in Juarez, and they drive past this bridge, and there's all these just mutilated bodies hanging from it. And the dude from Burn Notice is in the car. He goes, ah, you know, that's, that's what they do. They trick you into thinking those people deserved it. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Like, it's yeah, lots Sicario. Of, uh, is... <laughs> the bulk of uh, Green Inferno takes place in Peru. And. You know, just some really, you know, just bad, bad, like, you know, just, you know, even before they get to the crazy cannibal village, it's just not a good, not a good time. And I said, yeah, see, Peru is like, Mexico is Mexico. I don't want to go to Mexico. Seriously, I don't want to go to Peru. Sicario also stars Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, and John fucking Bernthal, Shane House himself. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a bad person in that cast. Everyone is fantastic. You're welcome, Shane House. He wasn't in it for very long, I will say. Hey, Shane House, he's in Wolf of Wall Street for all of ten minutes, and they're the ten fucking best minutes of the movie. Yeah, he's great. Oh, God, that's right. He is great in that. Oh, I have still not seen that. Yeah, you get on okay. that today. Good it. times. I need to see it. The, my main problem with Wolf of Wall Street is it's just a little too long. Oh, like, it is long. Parts I think you could have edited it out. See, it's long. See, now it is long. But when it was over, I'm like, man, it was long. But what the fuck would you cut? Because I thought it was all just good. I need to watch it again. Because I remember, like, once I watched it, I thought of this whole like 20 minute long segment you could come out cut out. But it's been so long since I watched it. But yeah, um, get on Sicario. It's super fucking intense. You'll never want to go to Mexico. It's like Justin put it. I'd never seen Zero Dark Thirty, but he said it's the Zero Dark Thirty of cartel movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, sounds like a terrifying good time. And then I've been play. I played um on my 3ds. The demo for Yokai Watch came out. Yokai Watch. And- they oh, we did a Yokai Watch <laughs> dance party in New York. <laughs> they sponsored the Family HQ at New York Comic Con. Hmm. <laughs> That room was fucking Yo-kai hot. That room was hot best, and packed. There, there's a shot we used. There's like this thuggish looking uh, <laughs> thick set black dude who they're, they're yokai partying and he's wearing a shirt that says bring back God. <laughs> he fucking he's got one of them yokai you know they're, they're handing out like these paper hats like you know like Burger King crowns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just yokai little paper hats. He's got a paper hat on. He walks in the front of the whole yokai dance party and just starts busting it. <laughs> just just doing his thing. Just living life. Enjoying the yokai dance party. And I was like, you go, guy. 
<laughs> Good on you, homie. Later. They had people in yokai. I, w- I will shoot this, and I will document your story for the world to see. They, they had people in the yokai character mascot costumes, where you know it was. They were just basically inside of a giant stuffed animal. Like yeah. they couldn't walk or move their arms or anything. But boy, oh boy, people seem to like that yokai watch. What the fuck is it, Kelly? So it's pretty much Pokemon, but with ghosts. <laughs> Like, that's essentially what it is. The oh, game is... Yeah, it was the Ninja Turtle episode where they were called the Yokai. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. All makes sense now. Yeah, the Yokai... You pretty much... You hunt down Yokai, and you make a team of six of them, and you go fight other teams of Yokai. Yeah, that's, that's basically Pokemon. Yeah, there's a bunch of other, like, different mechanics they did, like, with how you catch them and how the battles actually work. But when you boil it down, it's basically Pokemon with ghosts. They have like a bounding gag, where like you, <laughs> you gotta like hog tie it and. You have to gag. use you have to use a magnifying glass and like hold it on them for a while while they try to run away, and then you can like, fry catch. And then you have to fight them, and if if you gain their respect, they'll hang out with you. Oh, so white boy, you put up good fight. I will be on your team now. It's Yokai Ghost. We shall dance party all the way to victory. <laughs> so, so, so I don't the need to play the game anymore. No. The I'm weirdest like thing about the demo is that in you get you get six yokai in the demo. One of them is just an old woman. Hey man, watch out! Them old women pecks a punch. So that is just the spirit of a dead old woman that's on your team. But I know a lot, Sonny! <laughs> I've been around the yokai block! I'm wise! I've slept with many a yokai! I know all their secrets! Well, the Pokemon is like an actual, it's just a nose. So, you know, the, the bar is set pretty low for things like that. <laughs> I think there is one yokai that, like, its face just looks like an ass and it uses gas attacks. Uh, and I saw I saw this thing today. I'm gonna put this picture in the chat. I saw the other day, and I'm like, oh shit! It's like an actual real life Pokemon, except it's a nightmare. Because under under the water is fucking terrifying. Oh guys. my god! Looks like um, Ziggy. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are not playing, not not listening live, uh, go to Google Images and search Blobfish. It's a Oops. real thing, as it disproves the existence of a just and loving God. <laughs> It just looks like it. It's like, meh, meh, I don't like being in the sea, meh. Yeah, and then if you uh, really want to never sleep again, uh, look up goblin sharks, because they're real too. And they Oh, live. those things are creepy as hell. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awful. I don't know why, I've been looking at a terrifying monster living under the water. Oh, we, because we were watching Finding Nemo for the 700th <laughs> time this week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> And uh, the thing where, like, the crazy thing with the light on, like, chasing them around the water. I'm like, yes. you know those fucking things are real, right? And Nicole's like, bullshit. I go, no, 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 no. The deep sea is full of horrible nightmare creatures. And so I showed her this horrible list of nightmare creatures, and she said she never wants to go swimming again. Nicole had never seen an anglerfish before? No. Wow. I mean, it's the kind of shit that really shouldn't be real. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that. that is a Pokemon right there. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I want to add that to my team and make it go fight goblin sharks. <laughs> Just throw a ball at it and watch it bounce off its head. And be yeah. like, bro, that's a fucking baby whale out there. It's a fucking <laughs> baby whale. Dude. Yeah, when Goat and I were playing uh, Pokemon's, 
I think fire and no ruby and sapphire on our phone emulators, and you could like you know fight. You know this the uh, linking capability and everything was still there. It was really cool, but you know we realized that you know it'd be like basically throwing like like a cockatoo into the ring with a Godzilla <laughs> and watching what happened because that's how ridiculously fucking unmatched these Pokemon's are. It's, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. What was it called? It was called what? Yokai what now? Yokai Watch. It's Yo-kai. because you get a watch. And oh, like the, the, the opening cinematic, you, you're you wandering through the forest and you find like one of those gachapon machines that's all like old and rusty and you put a quarter in it and the Yokai Watch comes out and that begins... Gotcha. <laughs> and that begins your spooky adventure. I posted a link in the chat to a YouTube video of the Yokai Watch room from New York Comic Con and I'm looking at the there's one that looks like a cat. Now, is the cat a ghost, too? Yeah, they're all ghosts. Well, the cat just looks like a, a weird anime cat, but then next to it is clearly a ghost sperm <laughs> that is super happy, smiling. Is it the red cat or the white cat? It is the, like, orangish, reddish-orange okay. cat. Okay. That's devil cat. I watched two episodes of the anime. Uh, there's a white cat that was obsessed with ice cream. Oh, ice cream kitty! Yeah, a- a- yesterday's episode of the show was about an elephant ghost that made everyone <laughs> around it have to pee. What the fuck? So it was just, the kid was at school and every bathroom had a line out the door. And then eventually turned into, will all these people just decide to start peeing on the ground? Wow. Really strange. <laughs> It's that show airs on Disney XD. It is super weird. <laughs> you know that is fucking bizarre. Talking to we need, a, we need a like Japan shit sounder. I think. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> yeah. Yes. Between you and I, Lee, we talk about a lot of Japan. You shit do. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was telling Jose today we were talking about our upcoming trip to India and Bangladesh, and uh, I was like, dude, no joke. But I want to meet an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> meet and then yeah. meet it and shake its hand. And and Mary, I told Mary this, and she's like, "Oh no, you be careful." I was like, <laughs> "I'm not gonna just go out into the jungle looking for a wild elephant. You know, it would be a controlled situation. I would hope." She's like, "I don't know. Be careful." They bring elephants to the Ren Fair up here every once in a while for some weird ass reason. Oh yeah, we get those at our Ren Fair too. Because of Lord of the Rings, you can I'm ride sure. Them. Yeah, you can ride them and everything. And Nicole, I had to ride an elephant a couple of years ago. It was, I felt really bad for the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I remember seeing pictures of that. I'm sure you did because if it if it happened, if it's a thing that happens, Nicole got a picture of it and she shared it with everybody. <laughs> and we appreciate it, especially pictures of little Jacks eating the insides of pumpkins. He tore that shit up. He turned <laughs> jack-o'-lantern time into snack time. He, he didn't even <laughs> wait for the seeds to be roasted. He's like, hey, nope. this is food. I will he eat it right now. Handfuls of the guts and all that <laughs> shit. He was like, fuck it. This is delicious. This is pumpkin spice, white people. <laughs> and then before... On a, go ahead. I was going to say, before we're done with my week segment, I, I, I want to talk about this Drake video. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I am obsessed with this Drake video, and I don't know why. Now, what, like, what is the video? What's the song called? 
It is called Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling. I think you can only find it on Apple Music. It's it's the one that you've seen all the various memes and vines and whatnot coming right, out right, of right, where right. he's dancing like an idiot. What's it called? Hotline Bling? Yeah. The memes are pretty funny. I, I like the, um, the, the fucking uh, Fruit Ninja one. <clears throat> Like he's so he dances so horribly, but there's such a sincerity to it that like I'm just drawn <laughs> to it, and it's like this is Drake at his most base elements. Well, you you got to think that when you're Drake, you think that you're so fucking cool, and you're so you're such a huge celebrity at that point that whatever you, could, you do is cool. Exactly, you yeah. could do anything, and it's you're going to be applauded for it. Little did he know. That the internet was going to get a hold of this and make oh, him look and they like an asshole. The shit out of him. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. <laughs> they gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> oh, he's really getting into it here. He, he oh, he's going for it. He basically gave the uh, music video version of Shia LaBeouf's "Do It" green screen video. Yeah, <laughs> like here, here, internet, enjoy. Put shit in my, my hand. Part of the video is when he's actually dancing with the woman at the end, and like she's on the ground, and he puts his head on her ass to sleep on it, like it's a pillow. <laughs> this one that Mahoney just—oh uh, no, ch- the Chad linked it in the chat. It's Drake doing the Hotline Bling dance in the uh, helicarrier cell from the Avengers while Nick <laughs> yeah, Fury watches. That was <laughs> I like the one where he's summoning the dragon from Dragon Ball Z. It feels like the old opening to the Cosby show where Bill Cosby... <laughs> there, there, just... No, no, there's a Cosby one. Oh. <laughs> there, There is a Cosby one. It's and I cool can't lie, set. that song's really catchy. It, the set reminds me of uh, Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity. It's just minimalist. Even yeah, it doesn't not... look like a video that was made today. This is really strange. We love you, Drake. This might actually be the first time I've ever heard a Drake song. (laughs) Somebody put lightsabers in his hand. Oh, that one's good, too. I saw one today where he had a hockey stick in his hand. (laughs) I saw one yesterday where it was just people dressing up their dog in the various outfits he's in. And it fit kind of well. Yeah, because he's got like 11 wardrobe changes at this thing. It's really yeah. weird. This is the new media we live in, guys, where <laughs> no one makes anything that can be untouched anymore. No. Everything... Here's like a best of. And then I saw one uh, fucking a Bleacher Report put one out today. Where they were, they superimposed a bunch of NBA players' faces on on Drake. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. The Avengers one's pretty good. Ah, uh, it comes full circle with the Pope. There we go. <laughs> do it, Pope. Do it, Pope. Do You're it. all right, Pope. You're all right. <laughs> I think I'm starting a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So when you're not planning a trip to uh, meet elephants, not what's going on? <clears throat> well, in in honor of Back to the Future Day last week, 
which that was a great time. I loved watching Back to the Future 2 with you guys. Kelly, have you watched any of the other ones since? Yeah, I watched uh, one and rewatched two. Nice. We last spoke. Nice. What'd you think? You got on it. Oh, they're both really good. Yeah, uh, Mary had a, 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 a hankering to watch number three, so we watched three this week. And I've watched that movie probably a hundred times. And up until this week, I never understood what Buford Tannen says to Marty the first time they meet in the in the saloon. I thought it was like I I just never I never comprehended what the phrase was, but the phrase is are you kin to that hay barber? But he says, "You kin to that hay barber?" And it was just the inflection of it. I was like, "I don't even understand these words don't make sense together." But what what he means, he's asking him if he's related to Seamus McFly, who is a farmer, aka a hay barber. And and my mind just opened to to the universe when I realized like that. your third eye would just squeeze yeah, you and open. I just I couldn't stop saying it all weekend. You kin to that hay barber? <laughs> What's your name, dude? Uh, and then they've got the Back to the Future documentary Back in Time on Netflix now. Uh, they had a panel for it at New York Comic Con. That's oh, where really? they kind all of right, they kind of rolled out the Pepsi Perfect at that panel. <clears throat> It's uh, it's all right. It, it's a little disjointed. Like, uh, it starts very heavy with kind of the making, how the movie came about, but then it diverts to talking about the fandom. Like, originally the documentary was supposed to be about uh, people who make their own DeLoreans. So there's a lot of that. But as they were making the movie, they were able to get a bunch of the actors and and Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale and all them to be on camera. So it became more than just a a DeLorean documentary. Okay. But the like the the movie stuff is cool. When they get to the DeLorean stuff, it's kinda like, eh I'm not interested in this. Yeah, like <laughs> we we we're a little too close to that source material. Like, that subject matter, I think. And also that was pretty cool how much cool shit happened. Like, you know, they what um the cast was all on like the Today Show, and I was able to get out and get one of those USA Today's last yeah. week. Like uh, a lot of cool shit. Uh, Michael J. Fox and and Christopher Lloyd were on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, they did. Uh, they screened Back to the Future Two at um, uh, the Lincoln Center in New York with with the cast. <clears throat> Apparently, they did a lot of like Fathom Event one nights, and I didn't know anything about it until uh, I went to see. Uh, Attack on Titan Part 2 on Thursday, and it was like, one night only, come see Back to the Future 2, yesterday. I'm like, well, <laughs> assholes, <Whoops. laughs> gotta go back in time. And then just scrolling through Netflix, uh, never got around to actually watching it on YouTube, but Netflix now has Kung Fury uh, streaming. So, saw Isn't that like it was... a weird thing to have in both places? Saw that it was only a half hour long? And said, "Fuck it, let's let's sit down and watch this." And that shit was nuts. It's and so fun. as I'm watching so it, funny. I realized that the the popcast intro theme is from Kung Fury. First, fact, it is first and foremost, and mixed by the uh, the illustrious uh, Mitch Murder is the composer's name. And and me and Mary's <laughs> favorite part had to be uh, the Tyrannosaurus 
slap fighting with the golden Nazi eagle. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so good. So now, like, I first I, of all, can can we give it up for Tyrannus or uh, for Triceracop? <laughs> Triceracop. Oh, I love Triceracop. <laughs> just shooting people in the dick. Can we just give a give it up for Triceracop? Triceracop and the laser raptor is fucking. There was a one Kung Fury at New York Comic Con, right? And and the the guy that built everything. Nice. Oh, um, uh, the power glove. Hackman or whatever he was called. Hackerman. Hackerman. Thor and then the two barbarian chicks. It was pretty fun. And then caught up on some Ninja Turtles. So me and Mary have watched through the the season finale for last season. We still haven't seen the the new season premiere with Fugitoid and all that. But uh, we're all caught up. And it was a pretty decent end to the season, I think. uh, With the... The, the Krang and the Triceratons and... Uh, yeah, see, I didn't know that all that shit happened. The Utrom, like, like uh, the one Utrom guy, like, there's a lot Bishop, happening. Yeah. When they blew uh, shit up. It's ballsy when your kid's show ends with the end of the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn. They're not fucking around. I did like the Venkman was here graffiti inside the Statue of Liberty's head. That was oh, very cool. so happy. But yeah, uh, just... Taking it easy this past week after, you know, the the stress of New York Comic Con and getting those videos done. So, it was it was nice to take take it slow for small for vacation. a week, a small little vacation before we right on. get back on things and spend an entire month in uh, India and Bangladesh. I'm so scared for you guys. Hey, there, you know, there's we've already popped our cherry. Jose went there by yes. himself. He went there by himself and came back unharmed. It's so I came back with new sight. Yeah, his eyes were open. Vision I've never had. Like if, if if he can do that, I don't. I don't. I'm not afraid. The only thing I'm afraid of is ruining all the goodwill he's built up. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I'm, I've joked about that with a few people, but like seriously, like he's got a good thing going over there right now. <laughs> Don't mess it up, Nice. <laughs> he was, uh, he was showing me the India team on Facebook today and going through each one and and kind of introducing me to them and showing me their picture and their name and what they do and all that. I'm like, man, these names are hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> There are so many consonants together. Oh, there is a lot. At one point, he, he yeah he points out two guys. One one guy's name is Goru, and one guy's name is Zangit. <laughs> and then randomly, the Mortal Kombat theme music came on my iTunes. <laughs> I don't think it was random at all. No, it was. I think it was meant to be. It was destiny, kismet. Oh shit! What you got going on, Jose? Uh, well. Like like the man before me said, wrapped up a couple of videos, so took the advantage to take a little time off. Uh, the lady was over. We got into Gotham. Right on. And let me tell you, that show's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, like yes, there's some moments where you're like, okay, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> and then there's parts where, like, we watched one where, where Gordon and Bullock were in the place and the guy was upstairs, and the girl was downstairs. So 
bullet goes to the guy upstairs to save him or to go get him so Gordon can save the girl. And then Bullock's upstairs, they're fighting, they're fighting, and then they get to the stairwell, and then they both tumble down the stairs. And then right when he needs backup, here comes Jim Gordon running down the stairs and fights the guy. But you were just downstairs. (laughs) So you ran upstairs, ran a circle around him, and jumped down the stairs instead of just, like, going right. Because they kind of fell right in front of where he was. So there's moments like that, which makes no sense. And then, like, Barbara's like, he's like, oh, I promise you, you're going to be safe. She's like, how can you promise me that? Oh. Uh, well, just lie to me and tell me everything's going to be okay. Why are you bitching about him promising everything's going to be okay? And then you just tell him to lie. Like, there's moments where the dialogue seems kind of dumb. Yeah, but Barbara there's is the fucking cool, worst. There's some cool shit that they're doing. I, I do like how they're introducing all these characters and they're still going to be the guys you know. They're just playing around with their motivations on why they became that guy. And that's pretty cool. But uh, I feel the same way about Gordon as I did about Homeboy who played Jax in the first two seasons of Son of Anarchy. Like, just calm down a little. <laughs> We've already seen James Gordon drool three times this season. I'm on like episode 11. Just because he's it, so angry, he just drools Well, everywhere. no, it seems what, what seems to be he's drooled three times, and all three times is right after he sees blood. So he's like, he's he's sick to his stomach. I don't he's, know. He's I don't still think he's young. Sick to the stomach. He's there's, still young. There's and something not... going on where he wants it. He's salivating like a dog. Like Pavlo's dog. Like oh. He sees the blood and he kicks into like a new gear. Huh. And that that's, that saliva is like, he sees it and, and then he like turns. Once he sees the blood, it's no longer Jim Gordon. There's only Zool. And he's like in a zone. Yeah, once he, uh, when he starts getting some on a regular basis towards the end, he does calm down a little bit. Well, that's probably why too. I mean, I'm pretty sure no one's getting laid. But I like what they're doing with young Bruce Wayne. I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I dig it. I dig it. It's fun. Once you get past some of the dumb shit, it's fun. It, 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 it's a fun show. It's cool to see all the characters and, you know, they're, they're name dropping and shit and throwing stuff out. Um, <clears throat> but it's pretty cool. On that same token, uh you know, I've I've been still been watching Once Upon a Time with Mary. I I pretty much didn't watch the entire last ten episodes of last season of Once Upon a Time. I just I checked out and I was like, I'll just I'll just wait for the new season. I'll let her catch me up on it. But this season, man, I, I have I don't know what's going on, and I just stopped giving a, a fuck <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and the the thing that bugs me with that show, it's so convoluted, and there's always these this shit happening there's always some sort of stupid curse and it's all about magic and powers and stuff like that but it's one of those shows where no one ever stays dead and and nothing is ever permanent so you don't give a shit yeah i'm about to tap out i think on supernatural because oh Oh, what you've loved that i saw you in it's the 11th season though saw you and jim gibbons talking about supernatural and they like they keep coming up with you know literally world-ending scenarios that, you know, 
they win. They, they you know they 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 beat the odds somehow. And, you know, one of them has always got some kind of a curse or something on them. Or even if one of them dies, like I said, you don't give a shit because they're gonna be okay. To the point to where at the end of last season they killed death, <laughs> and they made this whole big point to talk about it in this the last episode that I watched. They're like you know, if you die again, because that's where we're at. Die again. Like you're gonna be dead for real this time. I'm like, no. No, they won't. <laughs> they won't be dead for real. It's fucking ridiculous. It's gonna be like the 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 season's gonna end like the ending of Krognog. Where <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no more? That's it. Uh, yeah, we saw I'd be okay with that at this point. We we saw the the you know, the commercial for next week's episode of Once Upon a Time, which implied that you know, Bell was gonna die, and I fucking hate Bell. Bell is the worst character on Once Upon a Time, and and played by the worst actress on that show. And Mary's like, "But look, like it's gonna get better. Like it looks like they're gonna kill Bell, and you hate Bell." I'm like, "Okay, firstly, that would be great, but that means I'll have to watch an entire episode about Bell. And secondly, she's died like nine times on that show, and she's still kicking around with her stupid face." Your stupid fucking face and your stupid gimmick and your stupid fucking rose in the jar. I can always get caught. I can always count on getting caught up uh, waiting for the once panel to start. With with what? You get caught up how? Because I'll show like the last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> last season. Because, you know, they're always pitching the new show that's about to come out. Right. Like that's that's pretty much what turned me on to Gotham. Was shooting the panel and watching the highlight reel from season one, and I was like, "That looks kind of fucking good." <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that a lot of shit, but it's not bad. That, that's like, what made me realize that I'd never have to watch <laughs> Mr. Robot because they played a recap of the entire season one with all the twists and turns. I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch it now. Sweet. Which one? Yeah. Is this? Uh, Mr. Robot. Ah. Is Jose reading a newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was folding a bag of chips. <laughs> Into a oh, newspaper? Uh, made the lady. She got to try Mahoney Rub for the first time. Oh. We made Ooh. Mahoney Rub chicken fucking... They, well, they're supposed to be wraps, but they turned out to be pregnant burritos. Nice. Just fucking kept packing that shit. Yeah. Delicious. Mahoney, Mahoney Rub well is done. good on anything. Like, <clears throat> we put it on tilapia recently. We put it on pork chops all the time. I sprinkled some on some fucking pizza rolls. I'm going to share the rest of the fucking class. What is Mahoney Rub? That's yeah, I don't know. Is that happening? Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, Mahoney oh, Rub oh, is this magical rub that, uh, Mahoney, your mom makes it? Yes. His mom makes it that um, he introduced to us. joyful tears of kids laughing so hard they cry. <laughs> when we visited the Mahoney's uh, for PAX East that one year, they made chicken wings and put the Mahoney rub on it. And it's fucking delicious. It's like, I don't know the secret recipe, but it's like part paprika, a little bit of like chili powder or cayenne i think there's some fucking it's, it's got a little kick to it there's some sugar in there i think i think there's a little bit of sugar because it, it is addicting but it's just the perfect like that's the heroin that's yeah. the heroin <laughs> it's it's, it's just great for putting on on grilling meat 
He brought yeah. us something. If you're, you're going to put something on the grill, you sprinkle this on and it's good. Yeah. If you're going to bake something in the oven, you sprinkle this on and it's good. Yeah. So it's it's perfect. Unless yeah. it's like a lasagna. He, I haven't tried it on lasagna. He brought a uh, a little baggie, a little drug baggie for each of us at New York Comic Con. <laughs> one for Jose, one for me, one for Tito. And Tito left his at the hotel, and Jose fucking split that shit between our two bags. <laughs> Sorry, Tito. <laughs> so you lose, Tito. <laughs> there was really only two bags worth. I felt kind of bad having to be like, here's three tiny bags, so I'm glad that you guys just took it. Well, it, it, it worked out how it should have. Sorry, Tito. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Tito, we got your fucking uh, multiple outlet for your phones that you bring for your phones, too. <laughs> Tito loves to do the leave behind at New York Comic Con. Fucking obviously. And, he and nev- I think I left uh, ice cream in your fridge. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic Jose. <laughs> Typical honk. <laughs> what the hell do you want, uh, Mahoney? What, what's Give me my on? music. <laughs> there it is. It's week seven, Lee. You know what that is? You know what week seven is in terms of fantasy football? The one after six. It is halfway. You are halfway there. It's fucking crunch time. It's crunch time. (laughs) Uh, I would like to first point out that after Nyes put a bounty on Denim's head, he scored the least number of points in the entire league this week. Yep. Oh, he's scared. 57 points. Who beat him this week? Jose beat him this week. Fuck yeah, Jose yeah, did. did. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he did. But uh, I actually put the the curse on Juan two weeks ago, and he lost to Gino. Yeah, Gino doesn't even set his lineups. Uh, <laughs> Gino, Gino, he's been setting his lineups lately. Well, we'll see. He he's, so, yeah. he's secretly actually participating. Denim is in a spiral ever since Nye's voodooed all them. <laughs> and then Vetter remains 0-7 now. Yeah, he does. But, because Kelly kicked his ass. Yeah, I did. Sadly enough for Vetter, he scored the third most points of anyone. <laughs> yeah, we had, Kelly we just destroyed him. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a high-scoring game that we had. I was kind of worried, but I had scored a lot early on. This Yeah, yeah by far, this is one of the, the highest... Kelly's team was one of the highest scoring teams the entire season so far. Kelly's yeah, there, a lot of player. Was, I just crush a lot. There was two. So Kelly beat Vetter 121 to 96. And then Mel scored 122 against uh, Tad. He got 73. So Mel scored 122. Kelly scored 121. And Vetter scored 96. And those three scores would have beaten any other person in the league. Yep. Because Vetter played Kelly, he lost. And now he's 0-7. Yep. And and you know what's even better next week? Me and Mel take each other on. Ooh. So we're just going to fucking light, light each other up and see who's standing when it's done. I hope you tie. Be nice to tie. No, it's not uh, nice to tie. <laughs> You know what? I would rather kiss. Tie Did you guys mouth kiss yet? <laughs> Jose. No. <laughs> well, that's fine. Tad lives kind of far away. You can do it at C2E2. Lee could be your proxy. He, he's by him. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, Lee. <laughs> Next Lee, time give us, give us food for me. I want no part of this fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> food for Jose. Tell him, tell him where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so Vetter, uh, uh, as your punishment for losing for the seventh time in a row, uh, you have to go and get a um, bunch of fried chicken and eat it in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh, the horrors. <laughs> so good luck with that. And then uh, Tad... Since we already mentioned that you lost, uh, you have to deflate your bed uh, three quarters of an inch. Cat <laughs> got this new fancy inflatable bed that he grew out of like a like you get like a seed. I think you put like a bed seed, like three magical bed beans, and then it grows you a bed. Oh, I feel like it's those things that we used to get in the eighties, where it was like a the dinosaur, and you put it in the water, and then it grows into a giant dinosaur <laughs> sponge. We got the same kind of mattress for Zoe when she got her bed, and it's it's a fucking it, it's definitely a process watching it go. Yeah, and but then Carol, it. girlfriend on it. Well, you know, you know. Anyways, uh, Mary Papa John's dipping sauce beat Shelbyville Sharks ninety three to eighty eight. Yeah, it was the 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 matchup of the two five and one teams. That's right. Six and one now for Mary, five and two for Matt. Matt talked uh, a little bit of shit before that, didn't he? I don't feel like he did. He 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 was he had hoped that they were going up against each other with their full starting lineup because both of them had a bunch of players on their bye weeks. I don't know. You say that to the wrong knives, you get a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so Matt. Um, it's getting really hard to come up with a punishment for all of you people every single week. So, Matt, you have to, um, you have to have a full-blown conversation with the next dog you pass on the street. (laughs) (laughs) That's barely a punishment. Okay, you have to have the conversation with the dog until the owner is uncomfortable, and then you need to continue it. There you go. I, I felt that was implied, but we'll we'll lay that out. Uh, so then Gino, uh, ye who doesn't set his lineups, once again set his lineup, beat Goat. Goat? Oh no, he he Goat had an average score, ninety-one to seventy-one. Goat lost. Uh, so Goat. Um, goat posted a picture of himself where he had a bunch of heart monitors on yeah, because. I guess so. uh, I, I don't exactly know why, but yeah, I assume something no, is no heart. No context. Yeah, just, hey, <laughs> somebody glued a bunch of heart monitors on me. And a bunch of those monitors were down by, like, his liver. So I'm going to question your Tennessee doctor office, goat. <laughs> that's not where your heart is. I don't know what they were monitoring. Yeah, I Maybe it was a Halloween Maybe costume. Then. So, goat, your punishment is you have to drink seven Red Bulls because it will <laughs> fix your heart. Jesus Christ. That's going to bring your heart right back up to the correct number of beats per minute. Like, in a, like, pour them all into, like, a big, like, Thor sized glass. One of them big boots. And drink it down. Let it all run down your chin. Thor's boot. Yeah, exactly. So then, Jose kicked the shit out of denim. Fuck yeah. Because as I tried to, uh, as I tried to comfort Vetterwiz. We nobody here suspected Ven, uh, Denim would sustain his success, <laughs> least of all Denim, and that's playing out to be true. So Denim, um, 
you have to tell me uh tell me uh <laughs> I'm changing this punishment halfway through. This punishment halfway through because as, as it came into my mouth I said, Oh no, no, this is no good. Um <laughs> uh, I don't know. Shave your head, Denim. <laughs> Really wish you know what the first one was. <laughs> Mahoney, put it in the Skype chat so we can all laugh at it. Uh, said this one's private, folks. Yeah, oh, that's a private punishment that one will uh, one will have to take out. It had, it had to do with uh, it, never mind. Juan knows what he did. Knows what he did. Um. And then finally, Nyes and his Gotham Rogues beat Tito and his Brooklyn Dark Knights. The, yesterday, I was I stayed up extra late because I was busy compiling a list of tall places that Tito can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa from the other room was like, what are you doing? When are you coming to bed? And I was like, sorry, I'm making a list of tall things Tito can't reach. And she understood. She was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> See you when you get here. Good woman. I was like, hang on, I'm on item number 55. He's a, he's a keeper, Daniel. He's a keeper. That's right. <laughs> so for Tito, uh, no more shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Like he's in jail. Yes. <laughs> I want people on the street to think you are either on or recently off of Suicide Watch, Tito. <laughs> God damn. Jesus. So there we go. That's great. So let me wait. Let me look at his other little attachment he sends us. So that puts Mary is leading her division. Kelly, even though he uh, has been on a little bit of a run, doesn't even have a winning record. Nope. But I'm getting there. It's not about the record we got now. It's the record. It's about the record we're gonna, we're gonna have. Yeah. Yep. Too sweet, it. Jose. You're halfway. Too sweet. And then, uh, damn sweet. You got Matt, five and two. He's leading the other division. Denim at four and three. Uh, would potentially, if Tad had just squeaked out one extra point against, uh, Jose that week, Tad would be tied for second with Denim. But fuck that. That was my point to be had. I want to recount. <laughs> now, if. If Jose had squeaked out that extra point against uh, Tad that week, Jose would still be in last. Because he, he I'm would... only two games behind. Yeah. yeah. So y'all better stop <laughs> fucking around. Because you're going <laughs> to let me back in this motherfucker. You're actually you're two and a half games behind, it says. Yeah. That's of all that. I need. That's all I need. Two and a half games. I think Vetter probably needs to, needs to change his team name. I don't think... I... That's doing him any favors. No. I want to ask about Vetter. Uh, is he like? Tra- is, has he gotten any different players? He he's been trying to get some trades. Apparently, he proposed a uh, a, a three to one player trade to Mary, but she she's still mulling it over. But oh, like, yeah, but what's his team name again? Sending or 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 lame. Yeah, well, yeah they but- are. <laughs> I got a couple trades set my way. Those are shit. You can't trade them. You need to <laughs> Now he he's definitely been trying to make some moves and make his team better. I mean, this week he just kind of got fucked in the ass where 
You know, That's, he he would have beaten pretty much any other team. If I hadn't come along and fucked it all up. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will say our league is super picked over. Like, there is not much worthwhile. I mean, there's still up. a few good quarterbacks, but... But that's about it. Like, middle-of-the-road quarterbacks. Yeah, it's starting right. to get to the point where, we're like, the top-listed people available are all out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. They're still on there based on what they did before they got hurt. Yeah. So, Vetter, maybe get some of them. Yeah, and <laughs> change your team name, because having they, Kerouac they in your team name is not helping anyone. That is true. Oh man, today I realized how with how our keepers work, my neck my keeper for next season is gonna be Tom Brady. <laughs> I didn't draft him until the sixth round. <laughs> he's an old man there, Kelly. Could go at any time. Hey, with the numbers he's putting up, I'll I'll take that risk. Yeah, he's got some fire under his fucking. Well, yeah, you better hugs. you better hope the entire world pisses him off again next season. <laughs> some fire his under his hugs. Hugs are burning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're peeling that case. He'll get upset again all over with that. Are they peeling? Yep, they're, they announced yep. yesterday. Who's appealing? The NFL. NFL. The fucking four games are done with. Give it up. They're just mad because they're undefeated and they're yep. doing well. Yeah. Yep. If you, oh, one of the yeah. favorite things of Boston uh, sports media is to point out the the uh, points since the second half of the AFC Championship game when the balls were reinflated back to the proper range, and they're like ungodly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> however many points they've scored since that moment is just off the charts ridiculous and uh it's one of their favorite things to talk about here in the northeast all right i have to go because i am uh currently working my way through an arrow addiction and juan keeps trying to spoil it for me so <laughs> i need oh, to good get times, that, man i need to get that shit finished before he tells are, me uh, is flash good too because i, I think with the People love After Flash. Gotham. Dude, Flash is so Flash good. is great. Cool. So this is what happened. I wanted to watch Flash, but then I was like, well, I feel like I shouldn't watch Flash unless I watch Arrow. So I already tried to watch Arrow once, and I made it all the way to like the Christmas special in the first season, and I was like, this show is stupid, and I, I did, stopped. I did the yeah, exact same thing. And so then I had to watch all of those episodes over again because that was like four years ago when I did that. And uh, I was like, this show's still pretty stupid. But then it finally picked up, and now I uh, am tearing my way through it. Yeah, and I watched the pilot up? for The Flash and was way into it. And said, well, shit, I guess it should give Arrow another shot. And I still maintain that, like, those first two episodes are kind of rough. Like, but of Arrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're bad. They're not, they're like, bad. they but did not sudden... knock it out of the park right away. No, no, no. All of a sudden on Arrow, they take, like, like they take somebody like like uh slade deathstroke they're like oh hey it's deathstroke and then they're like huh no fuck that that guy's not deathstroke that's some other random dude who just dresses in a suit that looks like deathstroke but he's totally not deathstroke this other cooler guy is deathstroke yeah. uh gotcha sorry so like they hit that midpoint of season one and they just throw all the shit that didn't make sense out the window 
and say that it was something completely different and just yeah. restart it. And then from there, it's fucking balls to the wall. It's great. Yep. So I, I kind of I kind of respect that they were like, eh, this shit is kind of stupid, and they just threw it out the window. Should I watch the first episode and then jump in where? Uh, you really need to watch them all because like it is pretty serialized. Yeah, you know they they do a lot of world building and shit like that, and but, you know there are a few rough ones, but when it gets good, it's really good, and it kind of never stops being really good. It I will say that having watched those bad what I would deem the bad episodes twice now. Uh, I they're definitely worth watching just for the payoff of the stuff later. Right. So you'll, and the you'll Flash watch is watching them and you'll be like, Ugh. the Flash but, is fucking wonderful. Yeah, you can watch the Flash on its own and it's amazing. And like, I don't re- well, I don't know because they talk about the Flash like every fucking episode in Arrow. At this point, if you're watching, okay. if you're on that that season of you Arrow, know? you should be watching it concurrently with the first season of The Flash. Well, no, I just watched episode one of season three of Arrow, but like in the middle of season two of Arrow, they do the episode where Barry Allen comes to Starling City. Well, yeah, because that's when they first introduced him. Yeah, right. Yeah, and from that point on, like every single episode has some reference to Barry Allen or somebody else in. Uh, wherever Barry Allen's from. Yeah, it's they did a really good job building the world up in the meantime. Yeah. So, yeah. Kelly that. may only watch The Flash and feel as though he's fine, but technically you have no idea if you're fine because you don't <laughs> know what you're missing. Fair enough. So I did watch the one crossover Kelly. episode with Arrow in, what was that, season three of Arrow or season two? It's season three, yeah. Cause that's, I, yeah. I hated every second of it. Oh no! I, hate, I hated it so much. It's a good time. <laughs> Don't tell me anything about it, Juan. <laughs> that was mean and uncalled for, my honey. That, that was what my my original punishment for him was going to be that he had to tell me the name of a show that he wanted to watch, <laughs> and I was going <laughs> to him. Yes. And I realized that no one would understand because nobody recognized that joke <laughs> until I had said the backstory of my whole Arrow thing. It, it was going to be too long. It's still a good too punishment. Long into. It's a decent punishment, but so that was my train of thought, and then I tried to change it into that he had to just tell me like some something else, and then it it all just exploded from there. And uh, one, tell me your secrets. Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) that's what happened in that major breakdown, which I think gave us some amazing Mahoney audio of me talking about (laughs) something coming in my mouth and (laughs) turning out bad. So mark that. Whoever runs Elwip. But all right, I'm out of here. Enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. Good one. Bye. Bye, Mahoney. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, That's good times. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We got no mail this week, which is good because this segment ran a little bit long, and that's quite all right. It was fucking fun times. Nothing else to like about what happened here tonight. Good. Uh, Yeah, Jose. You guys, you guys should watch. You guys watch the arrows and the flashes. It's good stuff. All right, we're we're gonna knock out Gotham, and then we'll probably jump. Yeah, good times. Yeah, you you can do well with all that stuff. I like Gotham. Man gets a lot of shit, but in season two especially, it's clear that they just stopped giving a fuck, and they're just gonna go ham with just the ridiculousness of it. It's a lot of fun. It's good. All right, so yeah, uh, we'll take us a break. Uh, We'll come back in a minute. We'll blow through the news. We'll talk about some comic books. Uh, Get the hell out of here. Good stuff. Yeah, so uh, enjoy this. 
Uh, minutes after, I probe nothing, but uh, I picked it anyway. So yeah, love you. Bye. Break. one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours that's just a single day after that they're gone forever and uh best yet if you want to check them out buy a little something something they're going to throw a little kickback to us your folks your friends here at the podcast so go to panelsonpage.com Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Great ripped shirt for sale today. It's in the style of the Masters of the Universe logo, and it just says, born in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Good people over at Ripped Apparel. I'm telling you, good stuff. Oh, yeah, so it's, uh, what's up with some news, man? I feel like it was a we'll decent news okay. week. Well, it's all right. Live. I can go, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, four, three. 
This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for October 27, 2015. Fucking thing sucks! A fan favorite character met their apparent demise on this week's episode of The Walking Dead, and no one can believe they would just kill Michonne like that. <laughs> Kid, kidding, it was Daryl. Empire Magazine gave an exclusive look at new official photos from next year's Suicide Squad, including a cover image of Jared Leto's Joker looking like he's about to make a deal for someone's firstborn on the hit ABC series Once Upon a Time. (laughs) Netflix released the first trailer for November's Jessica Jones series, and when asked for comment, Mahoney said, You guys, just wait. You're going to love it. <laughs> AMC, AMC will debut the first trailer for Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's Preacher during a 90-minute episode of The Walking Dead on November 1st. I guess they're just desperate for ratings since they just killed Rick this week. Carl. They killed Carl. They killed Carl. Carl. Um, Marvel Carl. announced new, all-new, all-different series at MCM Comic-Con in London this weekend, including International Iron Man from Bendis, Becky Cloonan and Steve Dillon on Punisher, and X-Men Worst X-Man Ever, which I still maintain was first class. And finally, Fox and Friends took offense to new Captain America, Sam Wilson, battling the right-leaning Sons of the Serpent, depicted as ignorant, snake-handling bigots. Fox News is now calling for Sam Wilson's long-form birth certificate. And that is the (laughs) Pop Top Six Pack of News for October 27th, 2015. Infotainment. Now, before we get into it, I just want to preface this for those listening at home that don't want to get spoiled. I mean, I think we can we can talk about this first story without actually revealing the. I'm a step away for a little. Bit. <laughs> Aquaman was Arkham Knight. I, I I think we Jose. I think we could do it without. Without spoiling. Yeah, but I don't know. It. I still haven't got past season four. Oh, well then, yeah. Yeah, but I, we don't have to really talk any specifics. But I I think there's there's a story surrounding this death that interests me. It intrigues me. Uh, yes. Lee, Lee, I know you watched it, and I wasn't outright spoiled, but I saw the writing on the wall on social media, and I kind of guessed it. So, Nicole screamed at the television and began to sob like an eight-year-old. Oh, my God. She got it bad. I I have not seen that kind of reaction from her from a television show. I'm like, holy shit, this is a real deal. I haven't watched any of this season, but then when I saw the hubbub, I was like, all right, well, let me me see what this is about. And I turned on the replay, and I, I saw the scene. I saw the death scene. Just so that I could have, you know, a frame of reference. Sure. <clears throat> and at first glance, it seems odd. Like, it, there was no real dramatic tension to it. it. It seemed like it should have been a bigger moment. Right. And it wasn't. And it wasn't even, like, the last scene of the episode. It was, it was like the B story, it felt like. Maybe even the C story of that episode. They gave you, like, you know, it gave you sad Incredible Hulk cry music. So they had that going on for it. And in the the moment, it got me. 
Like, you know, I wasn't screaming and yelling, but, like, it got me. Like, I, I bought it hook, line, and sinker in the moment. Now, there's talk going around. They, they, they got statements from all the, you know, the showrunners, the executive producers, and stuff like that. And no one would outright say that this character is done, finished. A lot of them danced around it. A lot of them teased stuff. Uh, no one really intimated what the, the possibilities are. And we could easily just see this character return in the form of flashbacks or maybe like a like Harry Morgan on Dexter. Or uh, even, you know, they had Shane come back a few times after Shane died. True. But then there's the theory out there that this character is not dead. And some of the evidence to support that is the actor did not appear on that following episode of Talking Dead. The character was not featured in the Talking Dead in memoriam segment. And Which they kind of always do. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And, you know, it was kind of a it, it was a it was a weak death for a well liked character. On what what was seemingly an insignificant episode. Now, having watched it and then seen some of these theories, one of the, the prevailing theories that would support the fact that this character is still alive is that another character's body fell on this character, and this the 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 favorite character was underneath this body, and the zombies were attacking the other body. It just out of by perspective, it looked like they were chewing the entrails and intestines of right character right. A. Which you kind of uh, you kind of wish that that were the case because it, it's it's sad to let go of a character like that, but it also seems like a a fuck you. Yeah, like I, I I read all that and I saw it and like and you know I kind of I want to believe like I buy it like I I'm on board with that if that's yeah, I I don't I didn't read it and go oh that's that's just not true that's what I'm thinking whatever I kind of bought it like I can kind of see that but then the other reaction I had was that's really uncharacteristic of Walking Dead right like they're not really known for the bait and switch the bait and switch like you know the, the fake out death like when they fucking go they go you know so that, that's i just don't see how that character could because the, the character was exposed enough to where the entire scene is you see that character screaming in agony as these zombies are eating the intestines or it could be shock but you know why would the zombies stop? Like they, I, I think they would, they would keep, they, they would keep eating. So it's not like the character could like pretend to be dead, and they'll be like, okay, all done. Oh, thank God, I'm, I'm so full now. Yeah, <laughs> and then the character is just you know plain dead. Yeah, I mean, like I, you know, definitely one of my favorites. So I don't want. He, she, it to be dead. But, you know. <laughs> the pronoun game. Yeah. And also, we lose out on... Uh, of course, the show has not followed the comics. But we lose out on the 
storyline from the comics. Right. We we lose out on a big chunk of the comics, which which is memorable. Yeah, very. Yeah, like like hallmark for the ser- for the series. So so maybe another character will take that character's place as as has happened before. It's just it's weird. They've been known to kill characters off, you know, ahead of time. You know, Lori yeah. died a lot sooner than she did in the comics. Uh, and Andrea, Andrea is, to my knowledge, still alive in the comics. <laughs> so, you know, could be. It's not a guarantee. Jose, you not there? Not at all. What up? What uh, uh, we were just finished talking about uh, Daryl's death. Who's Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> so Maggie I, I, bought it. I, on on one aspect, it's like okay, I want to hurry up and and watch all the episodes from the season. That what was that? The fourth episode, third episode, third. So I, I need to catch up. And on the other hand, I'm kind of like, I don't know, like that. It's it's kind of a turnoff a little bit. Oh yeah, Nicole's like, I'm fucking done. And I'm man, done I was the case. at the end of last season. I was the biggest Walking Dead cheerleader. You know what it is? Uh, they wouldn't fucking let us shoot at Madison Square Garden for the premiere. So I'm, I'm <laughs> pouty pants over it. Actually, I'm actually kind of enjoying this season. My uh, my Walking Dead Stockholm syndrome is in full effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you this: uh, Have you you've have you been watching it DVR'd and you fast forward through it, or how you how are you watching it? Oh yeah, I don't watch commercials. I'm not an animal. But uh, even fast forwarding through it, have they shown any footage from the premiere that they had at Madison Square Garden? I have no idea. But you you would think that you would at least notice that because you know you're fast forwarding through something and you would stop if you see Walking Dead people. Yeah, I catch it on the DL. So I don't know what the fuck they do during the broadcast. I have no idea. Oh, on the DL, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. yeah, on the DL. I got gotcha. you. But they might do uh, that. Well, that's kind of thing that I feel like they might put on a Talking Dead. I feel like, and I'm not an it, asshole. They should have shown something from this premiere, especially since they wouldn't let us shoot it. And it's kind of it kind of pisses me off that they wouldn't <laughs> let us shoot it, and then they haven't shown any of their goddamn footage of it. Like, come on, guys. They probably won't. Man, how we, long have you been watching Walking Dead with D.L. Hughley and not telling? <laughs> <laughs> It's a much better show. So definitely, definitely adds an element to things. It, it'll be something is- interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, I just felt the need to address some of those rumors and and the speculation. I thought it was interesting. Uh, now I'm really interested in talking about this because Lee Lee's reaction to anything Jared Leto Joker is just priceless. <laughs> uh, so they released a bunch of. Uh, official photos and a couple covers from Empire Magazine from Suicide Squad, and uh, one of the 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 biggest ones is the cover with Jared Leto Joker in his Rumpelstiltskin coat and track pants and no shoes and all of his stupid fucking tattoos. And Lee, they're not track you, pants. They're Arkham pants. They're Arkham pants, but at at first glance, they look like he's wearing fucking track pants. Yeah, yeah. Lee and I were talking about it before before the show, and we looked a little closer at it. And they're they're not track pants. They're Arkham Asylum pants. And he's also not wearing any shoes. So like 
he just broke out of Arkham, and all he had time to grab was his fucking sweet purple jacket and cane. Well, wouldn't you grab your jacket? Yeah, no, I would. I absolutely that's not would. A, yeah, that's not a, to be fair, that is not a jacket you leave behind. No. 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 That's, that's a, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I told you I'd be getting my fucking jacket back. Y'all better have fucking hung it. Don't let me find this crushed. I'm going to kill all your families. My all leather better not be creased. Was respect the jacket and hang that motherfucker up. But you did not. Every time I see something of Jared Leto Joker, I warm up to it more and more. I wasn't completely against the tattoos when I first saw them. I, I wasn't super happy with them. But I've never been wholly against this Jared Leto Joker. Lee, on the other hand, it just, again, like, you know, it's not, it doesn't necessarily bear anything on the quality of the movie, which is yet to be seen. But, you know, whether he, he goes the fucking performance of his life or not, he's going to look really goddamn stupid the entire time. Like, it just, <laughs> hey, guys, did, you, really did you know he's damaged? Did he you know is, that? He is. I love the fact that fucking Empire Magazine felt the need to, again, with this crazy-ass picture of this asshole, <laughs> puts the words psycho and killer on the covers if we didn't get it. <laughs> like, way to commit to the bit, Empire. And I posed this theory to Lee before the show, and it, and because I've been thinking about this oh, a lot lately. I I don't like the face tattoos, and I like some of the tattoos, but they're they're overdone. Like we've discussed this before. If you have one tattoo that says "ha ha ha ha," you shouldn't have three tattoos that say "ha ha ha." If you got a tattoo on your forearm of a smile, you shouldn't have a tattoo on your stomach of a smile. You should. They should be unique tattoos. And then I was thinking about it, and it's like, okay, so the Joker is, like, the quintessential crazy person. He He's loony, he's insane. Wouldn't an insane person have just the stupidest fucking tattoos? <laughs> it's like the people that get the face tattoos, or, like, the guy we talked about a few months ago who got the tattoos to make him look like the Red Skull... Oh God! Or, right. or you know the the white supremacists that get the the swastikas all over their face. There are some fucked up people in this world that get some ugly ass, terrible, horrible tattoos, and I think the Joker would be one of them. Like he, the Joker isn't one of those guys that thinks about like you know I I want to get this tattoo. Let me sit on it for a while. <laughs> Let me warm <laughs> yeah, up to it. I feel like the Joker wouldn't do anything to compromise his presentation i think i think everything the joker does is deliberate does he look like a man with a plan lee that motherfucker doesn't (laughs) (laughs) hashtag not my joker (laughs) he's a dog with face tattoos chasing cars he wouldn't know what to do if he caught one I am, some of the pictures look cool though. Like I like the scene where it's him and and Harley, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, the shot of Amanda Waller with the the screen of all their mugshots behind her. That's cool. Some of it looks cool. Yeah, some of it looks just cool. It's cool. Like Xena Warrior Princess. That <laughs> looks worse than Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> Like a syndicated Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon TV show. Yeah. Now, what doesn't look like Xena Warrior Princess is this Jessica Jones trailer. Oh, God damn it, you guys. I did not expect that 
from, from my the goosebumps show. got goosebumps. I did not expect <laughs> this Jessica Jones show to be that heavy. And well, I think they say it was darker than Daredevil. Yeah, and it they looks said, it. They said it's we're we're coming deeper. It fucking looks it. And obviously, in the in the I didn't watch the in the comics. Yeah, I Purple Man's fucking gross. He's done some really gross terrible. things. Oh, yeah. to her. He's the grossest. So I I feel like there's some of that in there. Definitely. Like one of the grossest bits about Purple Man was that, like you know, when she's kind of, it's either Carol Danvers or Luke Cage, but you know, she's finally you know telling him about like her time with the Purple Man and stuff like that, you know, and you know the whatever it was, I forget who it was, but like you know, like she's the kind of like, well, so did he ever? You know, and she's like, no, 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 like he never touched me. But you know, worse, he made me want him to. Oh. Like he fucking put the thought in her head that you know that she would beg him for it, and he would deny her all the time. But made him want her to. It's fucking gross, man. Yeah, like, really sick shit. It looks cool though. It really does. Like, I keep debating if I want to read Alias before the show or if I want to wait until after to reread it. Yeah, and and Kristen Ritter looks nothing like she doesn't look like she looks in every other show. Like she really, I don't know, man. She looks like Jessica Jones, and I didn't necessarily think that she would. I mean, it looks that's high praise. Awesome. I think. Yeah, man. I got I got goosebumps on my goosebumps watching that trailer. That show, that season has to end with. Some sort of daredevil appearance, right? It's got to. It does, by all accounts. It, it takes place in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. So I mean, it might not even have to wait till the end. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I mean, they should be kind of referencing him through throughout the show. So I mean, Murdoch shows up in Alias like one or two times, I think. Yeah, and then Alias is happening kind of concurrently with Bendis and Malib's run so like jessica yeah. jones was his bodyguard at the time too like they're not gonna go that far with it because they haven't, they haven't quite earned it yet but you know there's history of crossover between all those characters and you know they're gonna cross over all four of them anyhow so they need to plant the seeds now yeah i, I don't see i mean you know i think there's plenty to tell here on our own i don't think it needs to be the fucking jess and matt show but there's no reason he shouldn't be in it or at least referenced right just one one scene in the last episode, I think, is is plenty. Uh, yeah, Let's absolutely. See a dog. Some newspaper clippings, or 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 kind of do like um, the Batman versus Superman trailer, where you're seeing the other side of the Zod fight. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? Like the other side of some of the explosions or gunfights. That would that, be interesting. That's, yeah, that's yeah. happening in Daredevil. Because that, that, I mean, can we all agree pretty much that that building exploding is probably what tips Punisher off? The, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, possibly. That's pretty much what made everybody aware of Daredevil was the, the building explosion and, and then trying to pin it on him. But could the family have been killed that way? Do they? Do they? Uh, uh, it needs to be. Mo- it needs to be criminals. I think. Mm. Yeah. God, Daredevil's so good, you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, speaking- I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and you know, cause everybody talks about the hallway fight and like you know, the fight with Fisk, whatever. But 
one of my favorite moments is when they've got things the Russians got clear tied up. You know, they're beating the shot up or tell like, you know, tell me who what's his, who's the man in the mask? What's his name? And the fucking lights go off and she just starts laughing. And she says, <laughs> You can ask him yourself. And then he kicks the shit out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> The way she lasts, man, because Rosario Dawson is amazing. It's so fucking good. They need to change that fucking silly mask, though. But remember, once you saw it in motion, it looked better. Oh, yeah. It looks, oh, yeah. Oh. It shows great when it moves around, yeah. I am I am still not happy with it. Well, they're gonna. it's going to evolve, so... But didn't the trailer look like he wore the black suit a lot more? The trailer in of Daredevil? Yeah, yeah, he wore those like recap shit. I don't know. I think they showed some some new season shit, and he was in the black suit. No. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know about that. They showed it at the panel. Yeah, but it was more of a it was more of a first season recap. They, no, they showed some season two. Yeah, but yeah, like the last thirty seconds was season two. I'm just saying. And Daredevil was actually barely in that thirty seconds. Right. Yeah. Get some glimpses of Shane House, some glimpses of Electra. Change the fucking helmet. <laughs> but you can do better, Marvel. There, you can do better. You know, dude even said, Gladiator even said, you know, it, the costume wasn't finished. So It'll because you can't nail the black suit so hard, and then the first time you see him in the red suit, it's like meh. Especially when you show such a badass outline in your fucking credits the whole season. Why can't you make that happen? Don't show us that if you'll never give that to us. Because it like it, it I it, it does need to be. I like that it's it's practical. Like it is more a helmet well, than it can like be a couch. Practical, but it looks like his fucking eyes are open. <laughs> it's just that one shot that his eyes look open. Eh, that one shot's enough to ruin it. There was one shot of a fucking baby that looked fake as fuck, and that's all people talk about when they talk about that movie. Now. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> fucking uh, American Sniper? Yeah. Uh, it's no longer American Sniper. It's that baby looked fake as shit. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Sp- speaking of other trailers, and I... I just realized November first is this fucking Sunday, isn't it? Because apparently so. Halloween is this Saturday. Me. Holy shit! Like I, yes. I thought we were gonna have to wait longer for this, but uh, this Sunday preacher trailer during a ninety-minute Walking Dead. So my heart can't take it, you guys. I don't even know things like it's it's like Daredevil in that I need it to be good. Oh yeah. I don't I'm even really know what this world's this gonna be like. Because like I still talk to pe- I talk to people at work who still don't believe this show is ever coming out. Who like I'll say, Oh no, you know, it's coming on soon. And they're like, Oh yeah, 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 I'll see that. I'll believe it when it happens. Like <laughs> I... they legitimately don't think that they've even started shooting yet. So they need to put this trailer out and just plaster it all over the internet and show it to as many people as they can because a lot of people don't think this show is ever coming out. <laughs> I think we're all a little skeptical if it's ever going to come out, but <laughs> the fact that they're telling us a trailer's coming, this is the closest we've ever been to realizing Preacher in Woo! live action. I got, I, got, I got a shiver. I got a shiver. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just it's pulled a, Nate onto that. It's a golden fucking age, isn't it? Uh, I uh, grabbed a bunch of old wizard magazines from the mid-90s, and I put them in the bathroom, and I've been just thumbing through them. And it's so funny. Like, one issue was like, the you know, the up-and-comers of tomorrow. And it was like, J. Scott Campbell, fucking... <laughs> uh, just, just names that have been around for 20 years now. And uh, the fucking weirdest thing is these issues of Wizard were when Preacher was coming out in single issue. When, right. when it was yeah. coming out brand new and it, it was the biggest thing in comics. It's just so weird. Like Preview next month. Preacher number 18. Cassidy gets into some hijinks. <laughs> uh, and in three years, you'll hate him. <laughs> and uh this week marvel announced a bunch of new all di- all new all different series at mcm comic-con in london including international iron man by brian michael bendis uh illustrated by alex malieve punisher with down. becky cloonan and steve dillon down hyperion uh chuck wendig and yeah, so X Men Worst X Men Ever, written by Say Anything lead singer Max Bemis, illustrated by Michael Walsh. About He's big in China, he's got a gold record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, about New Mutant Bailey Hoskins, who may be the titular worst X Man ever. Yeah, I know about that now. I might check out that X-Men book because I've heard really good things about Max Bemis's stuff from, I think it's Boom that he normally yes, works for. Yes, he does a bunch of miniseries at Boom and he uh, debuted with Marvel with A plus X in 2013. Okay. Yeah, I've heard a bunch of good stuff about his Boom stuff, so I might check out this X-Men book because I do like Michael Walsh's art a lot. I like some Say Anything songs. <laughs> They're doing a, uh, a Nighthawk book, too. Yeah. Which and that's like I I enjoyed that version of Nighthawk because the supreme power of Nighthawk, and I even liked the like the frame that they did in one of those preview books of this this the Squadron Supreme or whatever. But I feel like they're already like doubling down way hard on the Squadron Supreme. Yeah. Like, like me me thinks they may double down too much. Like that's that's taking a whole lot for granted. Well, hey, they needed to get to sixty nine comics. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> They're just high-fiving all day when they realize that. <laughs> like, we did it, guys. And uh, likely all of those series will come out before Secret Wars is even over. So that's Probably. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. And then last story is Fox and Friends is pissed off. First of all, they didn't say it, but they're they're you know they're pissed that Captain America's black now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And second of all... <laughs> Uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, has been fighting the Supreme Serpent, who are were basically doing the the militia thing and standing at the border of U.S. and Mexico and keeping the immigrants out. But they're also supervillains, so it's it's not seen as a, a patriotic thing. It's it's shown as they're fucking evil. You gotta and- love Fox and Friends <laughs> and the twenty four hour news cycle because. This shit ain't new. Yeah, and well, and you gotta think that uh, they wrote this with the intention that 
some something someone like Fox and Friends would pick up on it. And oh yeah, sell yeah. more oh, yeah. books for. Well, them. They did the same thing. Like uh, Hell Fraction and Olivetti had a very similar story with the hate monger a few years back. Yeah. Yeah, that was in uh, Punisher. Yeah. But I guess maybe it's okay because. But then wasn't Bucky Cap in that too? Or Winter Soldier like guest spot in it or something? Well, that was when Captain uh, when the Punisher was like. Randomly, a Punisher was Captain America. He's in a Captain yeah, America like, outfit. That's where I'm yeah, getting. That's where I'm connecting the dots. He was going to be Captain America for like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm right. I'm back. I'm with you. I'm with you. And then they're they're like, you know, can, can, what happened to the days where you know Captain America was punching out Hitler? Those were the days. You know, let's just keep politics out of comic books. It was like you can't have one and not the other. Punching out Hitler is clearly politics in comic books. Also, these motherfuckers don't read comic books. <laughs> so the fu- the funny thing about that is, the dude in the video that's on the right, probably Steve is, Ducey. He is the no uh, Clayton Morris. Okay, he is the co-host of a podcast I listen to because he and Mike Quackenbush, who run Chikara our childhood best friends. <laughs> and it's like, they're like, he, uh, Clayton is way into comics. Like he doesn't follow them as closely as like, you know, your regular week to week reader, but he loves comics. So it kind of seems to me just watching the video that he was just dragged on set to do this segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know about comic like, books. Come on. Yeah. From what I've always gathered from how he talks on the show is that, this is kind of just a job for him because he likes being like a, he's like their tech correspondent more than anything. Uh huh. Oh, he's he their resident of, actual smart person. Yeah, and it's just like, well, it's a job. <laughs> so they're like, hey, you like comics, right? Come talk about this. I, I think like, you know, they didn't talk about the time that you know, the Captain America walked out on Nixon, and became nomad, and he's like, he's he's he's. Given he, Captain America has not always gone, you know, with the country like all the time. Like he, there was all this shit during the uh, uh, Vietnam War and all that stuff too. Like yeah. you know, this is not new. No, like it's it's kind of part of. I mean, yeah. What makes Captain America? There was the but whole. Lee, there was the Lee, whole. He's run. a black guy now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Forgot about that part. That part's really important. There was the whole run where Captain America were, was a nine eleven conspiracy theorist. You know. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put this on my Twitter, but I just have to bring this up. Uh, I I walk with I walk around the block with my mom, uh, uh, you know, four times a week. And I'm about to start a rap album. The the other day, <laughs> she says to me, she's like, I was watching this thing on Hulu. It's about these nine eleven conspiracy theories. Have you heard about these? So my <laughs> my mom has just gotten turned on. To 9-11 conspiracy theories and she's like oh man it's crazy <laughs> that, is, that is adorable she is super into it that is awesome it was an interesting walk it's like thermite yeah. man thermite so yeah that's that's the news it, i i would say it was a pretty slow news week but there were a lot of there were a lot of little stories to pull from yeah that was good. I, good on you. Well, we're well, in need, well met. I, I feel like we have a big comics controversy, outrage, sexual harassment uh, situation on the horizon. Or we, 
we at least got some big comics news coming up. I mean, we'll be able to talk about the Preacher trailer next week. <sighs> and then before... <laughs> and then before long, we'll be recapping Jessica Jones. And then Shit. Jax will be going off to college. Oh, my heart. Star Wars is around the corner. Yeah, it is. Jessica Jones and Preacher, you guys, is happening. Yep. And a second season of Daredevil. And it Luke wasn't Cage. supposed to happen for, until years from now. A Luke Cage series. I'll say yep. it again. When that the whole announcement of Netflix shows came out, like it was like a love letter to me. <laughs> yeah. like, like, dearly, you're welcome. Love all of us. I do regret now thinking back on it. You know, one time at New York Comic Con, I left the the marketing office, and you know, Luke Cage is standing right there, Mike Coulter, and I just wish. I would have had the presence of mind just to be like, "Sweet Christmas, you're big." <laughs> he was a bi- he was a big man. Smells oh, nice. Let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. Alrighty, Philbert. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands every time you turn the page. You have to wash your hands. Oh, it was eerie, Jose. It was eerily <laughs> accurate. I'm choking. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died on that one. <laughs> let's see soul. here. Uh, let's, uh, Astonishing Ant-Man, number one. Uh, exact creative, same creative team, exact same setting, but hey, fuck it. Number one, Secret Wars, right? Uh, Man, volume two hasn't come out yet, so I can't read it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right. It's it's good. It's really, really good. They This is one of the few books that have come out so far with the all new all different whatever the fuck that actually references the eight month thing like for the most part you know like they're just they're just going ahead but th- this one actually does make mention of the fact that it's been eight months or whatever and they're, they're trying to go back and they're you know filling in the gaps a little bit you know with this you know kind of present day narration as the frame and it's really really good it, it spins out of a lot of what they did in that um uh, last days uh, one shot that came out, and that's you know the springboard for this. And it's just it's solid, man. It's a lot of damn fun. I love that book so much. I'm I'm very happy to see it come back. Uh, see, uh, Invader Zim number four came out. It's so much damn fun. The first two issues, um, it was it was a two parter, like a, like a one and two, and I was worried that they were gonna do like a fucking six issue arc. Of Invader Zim, which would have been would have been just ab- absurd and and you know, too self indulgent because you know they did two adventures you know and a twenty two episode show they were eleven minute episodes you know so you can tell a Zim story in a single comic you absolutely fucking can and that's what they're doing now three and four are both standalone they're both fucking hilarious yeah that's how they did the Rick and Morty comic too oh really good because I found out about it kind of after the fact and I didn't know if I needed to go back start number one or not. Yeah, no, Rick and Morty, the first two issues were a two-parter, and then after that, it's been, just been single-issue stories. Oh, that's cool. I may, I may get the next one, then. I need something to hold me over until the new season, man. Yeah. Yeah, the Zim book is fucking hilarious. They really do a great job. It has a lot to do with the fact they brought in the writers from the damn show. Uh, and it's funny that uh, the guy that voiced Gurr in the series, uh, Ricky Simons, is the colorist on the book. Huh. Like, he colors the damn comic book. It's pretty crazy. Uh... Okay, so Uncanny Inhumans number one came out. And I was reminded of the fact that I thought that already had come out, but that was Uncanny Humans number zero that came out forever and a day ago. 
where Black Bolt was in like Brazil or some shit. I don't know. But half the book is Black Bolt, Reader, and Triton fighting against Kang because Kang has Black Bolt's son because I don't remember why. I'm thinking probably something in Infinity, I think. Sounds about right. And that seemed to start a lot of this inhuman buffoonery. And the other I don't half. Think Kang wasn't in Infinity, though. He, that's when he was hanging out in Uncanny Avengers. But they may, I feel like maybe it was one of the Avengers tie ins or something. Like, where the hell was that then? Where Black Bolt. Could, could it have been Uncanny Inhuman Zero? Maybe. I do. I vaguely remember. Not necessarily that issue. But I remember what they're talking about happening, happening. Hell, it might have been that. But, you know, that's the problem when they do it. I mean, it's, God, that had to be six months ago. <laughs> yeah, that was about that. Yeah, it's, just, it's too too fucking long is the point, you know? Uh, the other half is Medusa and some of the new Inhuman characters fighting Chitauri because fuck it, why not? And then, you know, doing their thing like, hey, great. You know, we're going to be heroes and shit now. Whatever. Um uh, Beast is in this issue, and between this and the Uncanny Avengers, no. Yeah, Uncanny Avengers, I guess it is. The one with Rogue in it. I guess they've not mentioned yet directly in any of the comics about the Terrigen being harmful to mutants. Like, So we've not seen the issue where that happens. Maybe that's X-Men 600? And that'll come out eventually. That'll come out after Secret Wars. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck's happening there. Like, this, that's one of the weird things that is being bullshitty because of the time jump. Um, and then Johnny Storm shows up at the end and makes out with Medusa for some reason. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't bad. It's was fine. Um, art was kind of weird, though. Like, did not look like Steve McNiven art at all. I don't know if maybe his art his style just evolving or what, but it definitely did not look like what we're used to seeing. So yeah, uh, I don't know. The uh, backup with Brandon Peterson art though looked fucking awesome. That guy, I remember seeing him for the first time on Uncanny and uh, No Ultimate X Men. It was, and not being a huge fan, but that guy is getting so much better over time. That guy's awesome. Um, and then see Justice League forty five. Justice League is weird as shit. <laughs> really weird, and is operating completely independent of anything else like it, it it doesn't jive with the timeline at all which I, i'm kind of fine with because yeah i'm a, okay with that yeah it's a neat story the justice league have essentially now become the new gods because dark side's dead it's fucking weird like flash is now the god of death and batman is the god of truth because he's on the mobius chair yeah, Flash is the Black Racer, and I love the, that design. Yeah, that's it's. I don't know, man. I really like it. It's weird, but yeah, I really I'm like it. Yeah, I'm actually enjoying it too. And uh, the Francis Manipal art in this issue, like I, I definitely, I do miss. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Um, Jason Fabok. Fabok, yeah, because that guy is goddamn amazing. But I think. Manipal's art works way better when you're doing insane Kirby stuff as opposed to Jason Fabok's art because he makes it look too grounded. Like, I like his art, but I don't like it for this story. I can kind of see that, actually. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it definitely... His style is so hyper-real, whereas this gets kind of surreal. Yeah. 
And I think that's what you need for crazy Kirby stuff. Yeah, especially if you're going to tell me that Lex Luthor is dark side now. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, I'll take that trip with you. All damn day. Uh, and then, let's see. I'll uh, talk for a second. Did you read Tokyo Ghost? No, I didn't pick that one up. It's really good, and this issue fucking bummed me out big time. Like, I wasn't expecting to feel so much. <laughs> you know, this one's like, God damn it. Like, this, it hit me in my heart place. And, like, first and foremost, I think that Sean Murphy is becoming one of my favorite artists, like, on the goddamn planet, because, man, this book looks great. And all the stuff looks great. And I just, I'm really kind of leaning towards it now. Um,. I don't know. I won't, I won't. I don't know. If they haven't read it yet, I won't speak too too, too much for it. We need to get onto it. and We need to talk about this next week because it's really good. And it's, I'm really anxious to discuss. Between from what I've heard about that and reading Deadly Class, it seems like Recommender is doing some good work right now. Yeah, yeah, really good stuff. Um, damn, this is really good. And then uh, Low is also really really good. And it's got that awesome Greg Tocchini artwork on it, too. So, yeah, Remender is yeah. definitely in his fucking pocket right now. That sweet spot. Uh, and the last thing to talk about is, damn, Iron Man number two, dude. Still really good. Really, really good. Looks great. And you got to see the fucking Super Megazord Iron Man costume become a Hulkbuster, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. And I love the bit, too, where Doom says to it, like, we need to talk about Whitney Frost, I believe you have some history. And there's just like this montage splash page of like them like, you know, making out and hooking up various places over the years and you know, gunfire and all this stuff. He says, I don't know if we have a history. I mean, I know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny, but definitely is a case of Bendis making everybody a little quippier than they normally are. But I really don't mind it so much. Yeah. I feel like it fits almost with like the movie version of yeah, Star. Yeah. Which they've kind of generally been doing the movie version ever since Fraction took over for the most yeah. part. Uh, and I'm kind of okay with it. But man, I do like uh, the, all the Madame Mass stuff in this issue is great. Honestly, there's not, there's not a bad moment in this. Like, there's not a wasted second in this whole fucking issue. It's great. And I think I figured out where this Iron Man comes from because after Old Man Logan and some stuff we talked about, I did go back and check out Ultimate End. Okay. Just because I was curious. Because I was led to believe, thanks in no small part to the events of Old Man Logan, that that is the book wherein like the remnants of the Ultimate Universe and Six One Six Universe are like there, you know, like that's what that's what. And no, that's not what it is. Oh that's, really? No, it's it's bullshittery. Because like right away I'm like, Spider Man is swinging around, and there's Cyclops, and, like all these people that should be on the life raft, you know what the fuck, and ultimate end is it takes place in like a version of the ultimate universe not the ultimate universe but a version of it I believe where the portal from the end of Spider-Man that Amadeus Cho was supposed to keep in check yeah opened up and swallowed in a version of the Marvel Universe okay that is like and like, and at this point, Tony is still wearing the bleeding edge suit, but Sam Wilson is Captain America, and the X Men are still there. So like, there's like this this weird like anachronistic time period of the six one six 
that is blended with the Ultimate Universe in Ultimate End. And so it's before Tony's been inverted and shit, and he's still like a good guy. Like you still got this like heroic age Iron Man thing going on. I believe that's this Tony. Okay. I think that's the the fuckery they're going to use to just bypass that goddamn awful superior story. Yep. And you know what? I'm okay with it. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever you got to do to make me never have to think about that again, I'm gonna be all right with it. Because that shit was dumb. Yeah, that's uh, that's the highlights I think of this week. What else you got, Kelly? Uh, the newest issue of Invincible came out, and this was the start of a new arc called Reboot, where at the end of last issue, suddenly Mark, uh, is just in his his body at the beginning of the series, like with no explanation. Suddenly, his consciousness is transported back in time to right when the series began. Oh shit. So he remembers everything, but he's just there and just getting his powers. So, like, this issue, I, at first I kind of hated the idea, because, like, Invincible is almost like an old-school superhero comic where it keeps this long continuity and kind of just builds on it. So I was, I was pissed off at first when I heard they were doing a reboot, but now that I see what they're doing, I'm actually way into it. Yeah, it's not like a true reboot, right? Yeah, yeah, because and it's it's only three issues long, so I'm assuming it's going to go back to normal. Sure, with some changes, I'm sure. But like, he just remembers who all the bad guys are from the first couple issues, so he just notifies all the right people and gets them arrested before they can do the bad shit they're gonna do. That's pretty good, actually. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, and like, Invincible, another shot. Yeah, I'm. I've really started to like Invincible a lot since. I, the past couple arcs, they they've it's really gotten good, and like the end of this issue has him going to his dad, and just saying, you know, if if you love me and my and me and mom, please don't try and take over the earth. <laughs> and that's just how the issue ends. Hmm. And don't ever shave your mustache. I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of reboots, real quick, it came out last week. We didn't get to talk about it. Um. Switch number one came out from Top Cow, and it's the Stepton, uh, Stepshan, Stay Shape, what the fuck? Stepshan, Shake Jack. Yeah, Stay Jack. <laughs> and it's basically like ultimate Top Cow for the most part. It's like, you know, a character you've never heard of before. You know, she gets the whiz blade thrust upon her, but, you know, there's, but Jack, Jackie Essicato is still there, and like, you know, the darkness is a thing, and Kenneth Irons is a thing. So, like, it's all these old Top Cow tropes. But in a kind of fresh new way, and it all fucking looks really cool, and it's a really good entry point with them. Yeah, ending which blade because it's been just a cluster fucking just plotting mess lately. I'm I'm not. They they really kind of fucked up the top kind of universe. So good on you for starting it over again right now because it's really cool. So yeah, I definitely would advise reading of the reading of the switch. It's it's a lot of fun. Well, isn't Switch just uh, that guy's like fan comic that he was doing on his DeviantArt page? Pretty much, yeah. That's how it started. Yeah, yeah. Because you know he, he did Witchblade for years. You know, and he's yeah. done all those Hop Cow books because he's he's honestly he's like one of the most underrated artists in comics, I think, because he's fucking amazing and really versatile in his style. And he started doing like these little uh, like pinups and stuff of this, you know, the Switch, you know, kind of little 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 peeks into what that world might be and now he's doing a comic book about it so good on that guy 
He draws like he he, he draws for well, what the way he draws. He draws fast as he does. It's kind of criminal. Yeah, it's kind of nuts for how fast he is and how great his stuff looks. And you know, and he's he's never late. Like he has he has three books come out this month. Three. Plus, he's doing the uh, the Sunstone stuff on the DeviantArt, and that's going to come out in trade. Like he's he's a fucking machine. And these sweet ass Master of the Universe covers, dude. So, yeah. Oh, is he doing those covers? Yeah. I was wondering who did those. Those those always look great. Let's see. That's why, man. What else did I read this week? Uh, the final issue of Weird World came out, and that and that remains my favorite Secret War tie-in. Just because of how fucking weird it is. And how it got picked up as an ongoing, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty psyched about that because it's even though Jason Aaron isn't writing it, it's still got Mike Del Mundo's art, and that guy is amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I, I probably I think I just missed an issue and I forgot it was a thing. So I need to go back and pick up the other ones because yeah, that guy's art is unreal. Yeah. What's the like, concept? I loved his run on Electra. What's the concept of Weird World? It's basically taking all of Marvel's weird like. I guess barbarian and like swords and sandals characters from the seventies and eighties and putting them into one book. And like monster Island is part of it too, right? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's like dragons and ogres and like Christar, the crystal warrior shows up. And then Morgan Le Fay is the Baron, right? Yeah. 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 It's in like skull, the slayers in there goes and fights dragons. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's pretty much like Mar- super. It's it's the Marvel version of Conan. Like it's crazy Marvel universe nonsense with Conan. Yeah, I need to get back on that because I really enjoy what I read of that. Yeah, that's that was definitely my favorite book to come out of Secret Wars. And then what else do I have? On Saturday, I went to Half Price Books and sold a stack of stuff and got fifty-seven bucks. So I took that to work. And turned around and bought a whole bunch of the. I bought the first five of the Dragon Ball Omnibus uh, little books they put out, where it's like three volumes of the of the series oh, in no one shit. book. Right on. Yeah, and they're really well. They're really affordable. It's fifteen bucks for three volumes, so you're essentially paying five bucks per volume. So with my discount, I was able to pick up the first five with the money I'd, so, I got awesome. from half price. Yeah, yeah, that's so a I lot started, of reading, man. Yeah, it is. Have you guys ever about, thought about how weird the word omnibus is? It is a weird word. <laughs> you know, it's a I'm weirder. I'm not sure it exists in any context other than comics. <laughs> right. either. No, you know, it's a weirder word. Omnibuy. <laughs> Multiple omnibuses. Yep. About five omnibuy. Like what? <laughs> Wheels omnibus go around. <laughs> omnibuy sounds like some sort of 2050. Uh, you know. Check the box for your sexuality, and I am omnibi. <laughs> <laughs> Polyamorous? No, omnibi. Yes. All the kids these days. <laughs> but yeah, like each book is around six hundred pages almost. So I'm through the first like three hundred pages of the first book. Yeah, I started today. Yeah, I I never read through all of it prior to this. Dragon Ball's pretty rad. <laughs> is that the stuff like like when he was a kid, right? The very yeah, beginning? Kid Goku. Okay. There and it's like uncut and unedited, so it's kind of there's a lot of naked Bulma in there. That's kind of weird because she's 16. Yeah. It's not really okay, but I mean, I guess if that's the age of consent in Japan, 
You know, That's fucking okay. Congrats on the field play ball, man. Yeah, it's weird. Really weird. Subway Jared's all over that book. And also, Subway uh, Jared is Goku's all about little fingers are flopping around all the damn time, too. Yeah, you see a lot of Goku dick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cute because it's tiny. Yeah, he's a child. It's yeah, funny, because like, you know, like five-year-old boy running around like, you know, balls out, like, oh, that's cute. But when he gets a 16-year-old girl, you're kind of like, ew, gross. It's, it's yeah. icky. Like, there's a weird <laughs> window of time in the middle where it's kind of a gray area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it so far. I've never, really, I've never read all of it. I've read bits and pieces, but never all of it at once. So I'm excited to take this journey right of a, a whole shit ton of Dragon Ball. <laughs> I need to make a note. I need to add. I need to get us a sounder going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been. I searched on YouTube just for Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just needs some like crazy like J-pop music and then a voiceover that is like Rikes Japan shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some uh, get some chim Pokemon in there too somewhere along the way. I believe in you, Rikes Japan shit. It's a good to you. We got nice. Uh, just reading twenty-year-old uh, issues of Wizard Magazine. Uh, That's yet- the wrong answer. Fucking Ninja Turtles <laughs> is the right answer. Yesterday, I learned how uh, perspective works by from Greg Capullo with hair. <laughs> what? Yeah. A, <laughs> remember when Greg Capullo used to do the like uh, how to draw shit segments in Wizard? Yeah, but I had blocked out. I thought he'd. Jesus, I didn't know he ever had hair. <laughs> yeah, he had he had hair, and he wasn't like super swole back then. Really? Yeah. Wow, that is a time capsule. Kind of looked like a regular dude back then. Mustache, <laughs> hair, and instead of a Black Label Society hat, it was a Spawn hat. Right on. I remember my favorite wizard how to draw was something from Greg Land, and the first step was literally find a magazine cover you like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first step: watch a lot happened. of po- watch a lot of porn. <laughs> Excuse me, I burped in the middle of my Greg Land joke. <laughs> I think it was Ultimate Power. I think it was. And I was I was looking at. I was reading it around the couch, and I kind of went, "Good God damn it!" Nicole's like, "What to go? This woman is not flying through the air because she got laser beamed. She's getting fucked." <laughs> And she was like, what are you talking about? I go, tell me that this leotard laden one is not getting fucked super hard. She goes, oh my god, go, yeah, this guy treats his porn all the time. Like, it's a joke, but it's totally true. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, I'll catch up on Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry, Lee. I'm probably 10 or 12 issues behind, but I'll, That's fine. You I'll got do a week. my best. <laughs> You're done editing? Get your shit together. Yeah. What you got, Jose? Um, I read the annual, um, reports. (laughs) 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 Okay, I got nothing. (laughs) Every now and then I like to whip out them annual reports and give them a good old run through. Just out of curiosity, like, not being shitty, but like, what did you do on the plane? Because I always read on points. See, I know, and I brought a shitload of books to read, too. It just so never happens. Yeah, so what did you do on the plane? That's a long fucking flight, bro. Sleep. Which one? Hey, Any I, of them. India. To India. Uh, 
They had like movies and shit. <laughs> I was watching some free shit. Oh yeah, Terminator Genesis. Terminator Genesis. Uh, um, yeah. um, um, uh, so it's Focus, the Jimi Hendrix movie where they wouldn't the um, use Jimi Hendrix music. estate wouldn't let them use any Jimi Hendrix music. Oh, that's the the one with Andre three thousand though, right? Yeah. So it's pretty much wow. his time when uh, the bassist from the Monkees, the band was splitting up and he wanted to manage X. And they talk him into coming over to the United Kingdom. And it's that time where he was clubbing and playing uh, covers a lot. And he learned Sgt. Pepper like the day it came out and played it at a show that... Um, Paul McCartney and Paul Harrison. What's his George name? Harrison. George, George. George Harrison showed up to, huh? And blew them away. And then there was a time where um, Eric Clapton was playing a show, and he got up there to jam with them and just started going nuts. And fucking Eric Clapton walked off stage because he he didn't he couldn't be up there with him. And then all he said was, "Is that guy really that fucking good?" <laughs> So it, it it was cool seeing a different part, and I didn't notice Haley Atwell plays his girlfriend. Oh yeah! Or something he's in. He's like, yeah. what? <laughs> no, I was in before. I just never thought it, it. I just never remember it coming out or seeing it anymore. I didn't know it was out either. Oh man, does she get naked? No. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna Google Haley Atwell nude anyhow. I don't believe oh, you. Go ahead. One of these days. Um, she has been posting videos and pictures of shelter animals lately, and I might have to hide her because that's just too much for my heart, you guys. Oh, man! Still in 2015, people are still making fake porn of celebrities. Yep, yep. Putting in that time. That's I was going to tell you, but that's all you would find. I like this Working one. This one, this one kind of looks good. See, back in the day, Kelly, we didn't necessarily know any better, so we thought it was real for half a second. <laughs> the head is definitely too big for the body, but I like the boobs. Yeah, my favorite are the ones that just don't even look. Just don't. They don't even try. Yeah, <laughs> like no, this there's, one. There's edges. It just looks fucking like a rip magazine pasted. Face over this a body. might be the most it's horrible thing I've terrible, ever seen. Though. That one's no okay. skin tone blend, no nothing. Look at the one that I just linked. That one's okay. Oh no, no, <laughs> no. Oh man, link it in the Skype chat so I can see. Oh god, <laughs> oh, not sorry. even a little bit. That's fucking awful. It's terrible. Like, that's awful. That's that <laughs> body is just terrible to begin with. Yeah, no. Jesus it's Christ. clearly not Haley Atwell's body. Is that even her hair? <laughs> Rob says the no, second one looks like a cancer patient. That's not her hair. <laughs> that's why it looks so fucking weird. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> but this is real. Oh. Do they know about some Benoists? <laughs> oh my god, you guys. We didn't realize it until it was brought to our attention at New York Comic Con, but did you guys know that Melissa Benoist, 
who is hit, the new hit Supergirl. Hit the fucking breaking news, folks. <laughs> Cue the music. Play breaking news. She was part of the whole fappening thing. Like the dirtiest pictures really? out there. Yes. Like, oh, like yeah. you these Jennifer Lawrence are nothing. Like this girl, she is Supergirl. She, <laughs> she is a, an amazing person. Like the, he says these pictures are dirty, but they're they're classy dirty. Like they're black and white. Sound right fucking re- filthy. Really well shot. Obviously they used a tripod and they, they or, POV'd some of it, but she is super into it. She cups the balls. Her she technique, knows what she's doing. Her technique, you guys. Just yes. you know, I don't want to perpetuate it down pat. Her, I, I just really don't like that those are out there, man. Like yeah. it's one thing, like if like if hey, look at these things that I did. Look at me getting down. That's one thing. Like I don't like that they're stolen. It bums me out. <sighs> yeah, I yes, can't look at them because yes, of that. Okay, yes. But she loves what she does and i think uh the world i'm all for one letting one's freak flag fly (laughs) i'm all for fucking documenting your adventures and shit but like i don't know man it just bums excuse me out that you know it's it's out there she doesn't want us to see them and so i kind of don't want to see them oh okay no i i agree with that but i would still search for them if i were you because (laughs) uh, at one point it's a pov shot of her on her back uh the guy is just pulled out of her, and she has her arm. She's laying on her back. She has her arm behind her, coming back like around her butt and underneath between her legs, and she's cupping the guy's balls. She's Jesus doing Christ. a behind the back ball cup. And I was just like, <laughs> that is amazing. That is impressive. That is. Some technique that is some next level shit that I've never even seen in a porno. <laughs> that's that's some shit they only do on Krypton. And I didn't realize she was also naked in the first season of Homeland, or she was topless. So if it makes you guys feel any better, she wanted everybody to see that. I can handle that. Okay, I can so yeah, I, that, I, I'll link be that okay. in the chat. Yeah, that I can well, do it. That's fine. Pretend like you're googling those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And just by ac- by accident, yeah. If you happen to see any, if you Google Melissa Benoist nude Homeland, and you see any uh, black and white pictures, those are absolutely from Homeland. Hundred percent from Homeland. Got it. Check. Did any of you guys watch Supergirl? I watched it back when the, when it leaked, and okay. it was not for me. I checked it out. I had DVR'd, so I watched it tonight. I thought it was okay. Like I want to watch it with uh, with the kid. I'm sure she will dig it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Like, uh, I'll probably watch the next episode. I thought it was okay enough. The fight scenes could have been a little better, but outside of that, I enjoyed it well enough. Right on. Yeah, I'm, li- I'm looking forward to it. Just because, like I said, I think the kid'll dig, kid'll dig it. But it's got a long way to go to uh, to make up for the Flash. Yeah. If uh, Zoe likes Supergirl. Just uh, make sure she never does a Google image search for Melissa Benoist. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, but let me tell you. She's Benoist. She's so Benoist. God damn. I don't like this. So that's the show. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like way to creep it up at the end, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
quite yeah. a bit. It's all fake, guys. This is just make-believe land. Yeah, none of this shit actually happened. Oh, Jesus. All right, so yeah, let's, uh, let's call it a night. <laughs> yeah, send us all your angry emails to popcast at peladompages.com. Address them to Jose. Yeah. What did I do? Jose. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. You did bring it up. You absolutely brought it up. <laughs> like, 100% you brought it up. Wait. Uh, or call us, 616-951-15. Rob in the chat says, he, I like how there's an Annie Leibovitz book on the nightstand in one pick. Jesus Christ. We've lost all our female listeners. Yep. Oh, yeah. Both of them. <laughs> they stopped a while ago. Oh, Jesus. I mean, Kerouac chased away Foxy all those years ago. It's true. It is true. Yeah. No matter what I can say, I don't think I can ever... <laughs> well, we'll just go on the that. record saying that it sucks that celebrities get their uh, personal property stolen... <laughs> And it's an invasion of privacy, and it's downright a sex crime. But, uh, good on you, girl. You get you get yours. Hey, if that is indeed the case, if she is indeed getting hers, then yes, good for her. But I, like I do that. think great. she she was one of the ones that kept leaking the Jennifer Lawrence pictures. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, look at these guys. We're done. We're done. <laughs> oh goddamn. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Four. <laughs> Jason Nas, Jose Guzman, and uh, Kelly Harris. We'll talk to you guys next week at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at uh, chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, good night. We love you. Goodbye. Check it. Ever since I was a kid, fascinated by the information off the grid. Never listened to what mom forbid. Had to see it for myself, now behind that lens. Now, since knowledge is power, I wanna learn till the day is cowards. Scour the grounds for any books found. Them chapters so fast they fell and bow, oh bow. Potentially brings, can't be touched by demons or kings. Late night flings with the book of my brains. Dismantle things to the gears and the springs. Brings a comprehension. These inventions break, break, break them down. We're building up on the ground and now getting attention. And we clinching victories, building our expertise for the 51 degrees. Got me golden victory free. With that low rest wheeze in the breath Cause it just feels heavy as no Chevy Running down by the stress So I gotta press hard Even though I've been scarred Cause I ain't accepting less And I ain't moving on Level up till it gone Just footsteps when they finally reach Where we been on And we been strong But the muscle to build Is the brain if you wanna be skilled So I maintain and train Every chance presented Invented or committed Never gonna rest Never feel content Until our first place in cement yeah, Never stop up to you when it's up to what you knew before blue what with the fan and a hand too far gotta maintain the brain keep it on bar always find me leveling stats running drills anywhere i'm at making noise with the boys on the road like picking through the clicking is getting old and never forward for my cars nothing really ever all that hard ten thousand hours to achieve mastery cliff no still gets you out of disaster g so you see learn or die bump two but not without the first guy i get to try pull the wall recognize tell him it's bull hit too full can't fit ahead pressure point take him to the man thinking man kinda like a shirt like i'm in stack always ready to Rock and I don't clock out, never relax. Businessman, never miss legs. Yeah, I sharpen the axe every time I study the facts. Props to dudes making out tools, written all the way to YouTube. Always some way to improve if you're ready to make the moves. Shout out to Reading Rainbow, shout out to Mugiver, shout out to anything. Inspire B.
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.